Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. What's going on? I am Spooch Bronson. Thank you on mute, bro. There you go. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You tuned in to another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy? Ah, uh, man. Can't call it, man. You know what I'm saying? Still, still out here struggling, but it's clutch, man. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm right now icing the knee down right now. You know what I'm saying? On the pot. I said, yeah. this, this shit, this shit weighing me out, man. Weighing me out. But other than that, though, you know what I'm saying? I'm good, man. I'm out here trying to survive, thriving. But, you know, trying to get these kids on the same page. But what's good with you, though, man? How you feeling? Man, uh, feeling good, bro. I cannot complain, to be honest with you. Um, Everything is, you know what I'm saying, up and up. Just uh, getting excited for this week, man. I'm going to see Cocaine Bear, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and, and I'm going to see um, uh, Ant-Man. So I'm excited to see, you know what I'm saying, what they give out. Super, super excited about that. Um, I'm hearing some good things about both movies, so... You know, we'll see where it, where it end up. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Doubling up this weekend. Ain't nothing wrong What's with up? that. What's up? Nah, I feel you. I feel you, man. I'm uh, I plan on going to the movies here soon, man. I think I think I'm gonna go see uh, I think I'm gonna go see that Greed Three, man. I think I'm gonna go okay. check it out on the big screen. I actually, the wild part about it, I was with my sister this past weekend, and I was just telling her about uh. I was like, man, I think I'm gonna go uh, to the movies here soon, and she was like, uh, she was like, what you gonna go see? I go with you. I was just like, I don't know, man. I was like, because I named like um, the Ant Man joint or whatever. I was like, but I don't know if I want to go see that in the movies. But I was like, but I do want to see that Creed three, and she mm-hmm. was like, I right, I go with you. And then I got to thinking, thought back, the last time I went to the movies with my sister. We went to see Creed too. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. Keep the tradition going. Yeah, man. So, uh, and and I didn't think about it till after I had left. After I left her crib, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Yo, I went to see Creed two with her." Um, but yeah, that was funny. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious because I was just like, for for first of all, for me to even to remember that. Mm-hmm. But then, like once I really remember, I was like, "Oh shit, that's crazy." I'm gonna have to tell her though, because I don't think I don't even know if she even remember that. But yeah, we gonna we gonna try to keep it a, a tradition, man. Because me and you spoke about this before. I can't remember yeah. what episode we was on, and I hope that I mean, look, Rocky was able to get well. Sylvester Stallone was able to get. I don't know, like what, like six, six, seven, eight of them. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't see why. You know, Michael uh, Michael B. Jordan should stop. It's just like, yo, if, if you got three, you got three in the can. Go ahead, squeeze you out about two, three, four. You know what I'm saying? To kind of even it up a little bit, 
I mean, look, you, you had a child. I mean, not saying that your child have to do it too, but it's just the fact of like movie franchises are so important for the simple fact of like, I mean, dude, there's a new Indiana Jones coming out, man. Harrison Ford is like that, fucking okay, 70. That is crazy. <laughs> like, this is wild, man. But at the same time, like, to, to be able to get yourself a franchise, to be able to be seen as a certain character, I think franchises are very important. I mean, look at the guy like Sylvester Stallone. Like, he got like three or four. He got mm-hmm. Rocky. He got Rambo. He got the Expendables. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, but when I say all of those, man, like that's just money, man. That's bread. And right. with Michael B. Jordan being able to be, this is his uh, director and debut. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to be the age that he is, to be to have a franchise and also direct it at the same time, the same way yeah. that Sylvester Stallone did, yeah. man, huge props out to him, man, to be able to do that. I ain't seen it yet. I'm going to go see it. But that's what I plan on seeing because I, I think they come out. I think they come out next week, as a matter of fact. Ooh, so, great. yeah, because I think it come out on the third. So yeah, no, that's this week. So, yeah. Damn, it is this week. That was today. Yeah. Damn. Today is the. That's right. Day. Today the last month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the last day of the month. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that come out uh this weekend, man. Um. Dang, so, that's right. I don't know, man. I might end up in the movies three times, brother. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I, man, look. Time is slipping away from me, man. And I ain't yeah. going to have the boys this weekend, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. That's going to be super crazy. So, um, you know, um, we uh had a little mix-up. <laughs> we got together. Uh, I was... <laughs> 100% off um, on the movie we was doing, but, you know what I'm saying, shout out to S-Doc because he got me caught up with everything and uh, gave me a, a quick refresher. So today, man, we're doing the movie Slice. Um, this is not a... I'm, I'm trying to think who's all in this movie. Okay, man, you got Jacob Lattimore, uh, Storm this Reed. This is Jacob Lattimore, too. Yeah, yeah, this is 2016. Yeah. And for him to be a lead of a movie, you know what I'm saying, at, at this age, man, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's wild. Um, I think her name's supposed to be Ch- Chanel or something like that. Gabriel. I can't really pronounce it. That's a wild spelling. Um, this also got, uh, what's my dude's name? My dude from Psych. He's in this joint, which it was kind of funny to see him as a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that that was hilarious, but oh, the black dude, yeah, the black dude from Damn, I don't know his yeah. name. I don't know his name, but I used to, I used to, um, I used to watch him on site, and then I used to watch all this hides on the uh, the other show, and I used to get them confused. Yeah, I, he also was in Ballers too. I used to watch him in Ballers. But um, but it's just like you know, most of his personalities don't fit this character, which is good because it's doing something outside of your box. Mm-hmm. 
but it was just interesting to see him as like like this you know this ruthless drug dealer type dude. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. But um, but yeah, man, a, a young uh, Jacob Lattimore. I mean, he's already young anyway. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, but like basically, man, like this is a movie about you know a dude who was I'm pretty sure going to college on a um on an engineering scholarship. Yeah, and his mother passed away and he took custody of his little sister so he chose not to go to college and what he ended up doing for money um because he was uh he was a dude who loved houdini and he really loved to do magic so he did magic on the street you know what i'm saying for nickels and dimes and stuff like that but he also sold drugs um from this drug dealer which is played uh by old dude, I think his name is uh he got a hyphen in that. Something here. Dwale Hill, something like that. But anyway, oh, so his name is Angelo. So he's a drug dealer for Angelo. And so like during the day, he's doing his magic shit. And then at nighttime, his neighbor will uh, you know, would watch his little sister and he would go out, you know what I'm saying, sell pills and Molly. Drugs, you know, cocaine, all that type of stuff. So anyway, mm-hmm. so what ended up happening is he ended up meeting this girl along the way. She seen him, you know, doing one of his little shows on the street or whatever. Ended up getting a date with her. And long story short, basically what happens is his the Angelo had kind of start forcing him to do things that he normally don't do. Uh, had him go run up on his new crew. Who was selling drugs and they told the dudes that if y'all want to sell, he said, if y'all want to sell drugs, I got two options. One, you leave, or two, you sell my drugs and you get yourself 30% out of that. And they wasn't having that. So the second time he took Bo along with him, he was like, Look, I want you to cut dude hand off. You know what I'm saying? He was like, that's how they did it in the old days. So he ended up having him do more gangster shit and he want to get out. So what he does is the last little bit that he gave him, he ended up, you know what I'm saying, cutting it so he could get more money. And the dude realized that he did that. So he was like, all right, right. So you originally owed me 15 K. So you would have made an extra 15. And just for principle, I want you to pay me another 15. So he was like, yo, you owe me 45 grand by like seven days or some shit. And so when the time came up, or right before the time came up, he ended up kidnapping his sister. And when he kidnapped his sister, he had to end up resorting to basically robbing one of his customers. And then he ended up getting robbed. And then he ended up having to go to Bo. No, he's Bo. And I happen to go to Angelo, and this, which is probably the best scene in the movie, which we'll get to that later. But I thought that it was an interesting plot to the movie to, to have a dude that's interested in magic, and magic always gets me. I don't know why. That's why, like, like some of my favorite parts of Smoking Aces is the part when Jeremy Piven. You know what I'm saying was was Buddy Israel. You know what I'm saying doing all his yeah. card trick shit. 
I, I think that shit is cool as fuck, man. Well, but like, when that nigga threw that, when that nigga threw that card at Common Forehead, bro, I was <laughs> crying. Bro. That's one of the best scenes of any movie I've ever seen. Cause you never expect that shit to happen, bro. When he does that shit, that shit throws you off. Like this nigga really flicked this nigga with a card and cut him. That shit was genius. Man, he turned into Gambit, man. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, listen. I know this is gonna sound crazy. Well, I'm telling you, dude, they haven't really they only really done one movie with with well the opposite. Yeah, they just did one. With Gambit yeah. in it, and that was in um the Wolverine, Wolverine or, or yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I like him playing him. I think that if they was to do it, I think they should bring him back to do it. Mm-hmm. But Gambit is one of my like just that little like five minutes that we got to see a Gambit. Gambit is like one of my favorite X Men. Like that so, motherfucker. You know, hard. you know that the dope shit about dude is the fact that he can use anything to to do that with. He just choose cards. Yes, because like even even with the stick, like he's mean with the fucking with the mm-hmm. stick, it's kind of like with a pole or whatever it was. That. Yeah, like he basically used that shit like a helicopter, like. Like yeah. Gambit, Gambit is fucking hard, yo. Like I really like Absolutely. Gambit, but like at the same time, what made me bring it up because like he does the whole, you know, what I'm saying shit with the cards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Bo, you know, he did a few tricks with cards and shit like that, and like magic. Just, I don't know, dude. Like, you're. I remember like that was a time for like Chris Angel. You remember that shit? Man, like, no, like, remember- like a decade ago. Remember before that they used to do the the uh, magic trick reveal. Ah, I didn't see that. It used to come on. I think it, they used to. It was like certain episodes that they used to come on Fox, and they used to like show you magic tricks, and then show you how the magician did them. And it was a dude in like a black mask with like a ghost face on it. Bro, them were some of the best shows ever, bro. Like I used to see, like they used to have this uh this one guy who used to um show you the magic trick and then show you how they pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Like I used to see those. Like they used to be like all over Instagram. Nah, with, this was a show that used to come on Fox. It's called Magic Secrets Revealed or like Magic Something Revealed. Yeah. So it was. I mean, I think that this is similar, but it just wasn't a show. I think they just did that shit yeah. on the ground. But, okay. um, but I, I thought what I thought was interesting about it was so basically, like, so he put this kind of like this copper thing, like, like mm-hmm. in his arm, right? Something that he built, and he put it actually in his arm, and the shit was infected. It looked mad crazy, but yeah. he also had these wires that went down to his fingertips. Like he had uh, positives and the negatives in his finger. That's how he was able to. There's a scene where he's twirling this ring. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how he's able to do things like that. He had this one trick where he moved his chair, and like he was able to do that because he had that thing in his arm. So the first night that um old girl spent the night at his place, she ended up seeing his arm. She was like, "Yo, like, like what's on your arm?" So he told her the story of like. So he was like, "There was this guy." He was like he was like nine years old or something, and he saw this guy doing his magic trick. And he said what the guy did was he stuck a knife through his hand, and he was like, but it didn't bleed. 
And so he asked the guy, how do you do that? And he said, real musicians only tell magician, magicians or whatever. So he, like, he, could, he wouldn't tell them. So he said, like, uh, he said, so a year ago from that time, he ran into that same guy. Mm-hmm. And so he told the guy the same story. Like, yo, I asked you about this, you know what I'm saying, when I was a kid. And he showed him a few magic tricks and, you know, just like, yo, like, I'm doing this shit now. I'll, you know, blase, blase. And so he showed him the trick. And what it was, he stuck the knife in his hand so many times that all the scar tissue went away. Yeah. And so what he did was he would just put latex skin over his hand to make it seem like there was never a cut there in the first place. And so, like, what this movie kind of did was, like, it showed you some of the magic tricks. It didn't explain all of them. It just explained, you know, a few of them, like, you know, how he was able to move the ring and how he was able to move, you know what I'm saying, a chair and, like, shit like that. It really didn't explain the card part. Right. They didn't explain that part. But he did explain that whole thing of, like, to be a great musician, like, you have to sacrifice it, basically. Mm-hmm. Like there, like there's gonna be some pain that's involved in this. Like there's there's gonna be some heartache, and there's gonna be things that you're gonna have to do to put yourself above the others. And but they never had to go through this. So now you see me. <laughs> <laughs> they never had to deal with this. So now you see me, bro. They had a whole goddamn Vegas show. Yes, they they did like they and that and those magic tricks were were completely different. Like those were master plan. Like like that shit was crazy. Like that one part when they had the uh the key card joint and they kept passing the key card from person to person and all that type shit. Yeah, Yo, that shit was crazy. How they were able to pull that off? Yeah, Very that's fire. a that's another that's another good uh magic movie. But um, also, um, well, illusion is a little different because that's that uh, illusion is type of magic is different mm-hmm. than the type of magic that they are doing. But like yeah, I always, I used to, because I used to. Uh, it's not that I got it confused, but like it was just two movies that reminded me of each other, like The Prestige, like The Prestige and the Illusion is kind of reminding me of each other, but yeah. it was two different types of magic. Right, but um, but now nah, the proceeds fucked me up when you find out the old dude because they were like, "How the hell he do the hidden like the door tricks?" Motherfucker got a twin the whole goddamn time. But um, <laughs> hey, but that's how you finesse people back in the day, but mm-hmm. like, don't tell nobody you got a twin. <laughs> and then come on, man, do that double that's door genius. trick. Come on, yeah, genius. Make mad bread, that's but um. Genius. But not I, like that part always kind of did something to me. But then at the same time, what makes this movie unique to me is the fact of like you got this very smart kid who loves magic and he does magic on the streets. But at nighttime, this motherfucker selling drugs. You know what I'm saying to take care of his little sister. Okay, this is like, my question. Why didn't he just get a fucking job, dude? I was thinking the same thing. But then life would have been so much easier. He could have did magic. And got a job and been straight. I thought the same thing. But I think that 
it seems the way that his mother was raising him and his sister mm-hmm. and like how much he really was into school and all of those type things. Yeah. I don't think he never had to work. I think he was kind of pampered. You know what I I'm mean, saying? He, he probably was. I mean, but the nigga was smart enough to go be a fucking engineer, my nigga. <laughs> go get a fucking but, job, bro. But I, 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 I'm just playing devil's advocate. I think yeah. that the reason why he decided to sell drugs is because maybe he was just trying to get enough money to where he could go to school. Right, right. And I, I think that he didn't want to. It seems that he didn't want to do a regular nine to five without a degree, basically. So he's just like, yo, I can just sell drugs, make easy money. Because at the time, what he was doing, it wasn't dangerous. It wasn't dangerous yeah. until Angelo, you know what I'm saying? Those other, it, it, the turning point was when these other dudes from another, from another town came in to start selling drugs. Yeah. Because everything was just easy money for him. But then, like, once Angelo wanted him to start going alone on these mm-hmm. fucking little, you know what I'm saying, setting people straight, tr- yeah, missions, it's just like, yo, like, the shit, shit got real. Because, like, even, like, when they first went into, like, they had, like, this, uh, like, this warehouse joint. And, like, he's in there, like, shaking with the gun. And, like, he, like, this motherfucker dropped the gun. But he straight up dropped the gun, and uh, then this one dude got to jump on him. Like, he was not about that life at all. Yeah. And Angelo knew that, but I think that what Angelo wanted to do was, I guess, like, kind of, like, prove his loyalty. Well, he was grown. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah, because he was his highest highest moneymaker. So... He's like, okay, you're my highest moneymaker. Okay, but you also got to put in this work, too. And, like, so I got to, yeah, like, I got to get you on the same page as, you know what I'm saying, my two main dudes or whatever. Like, they don't sell as much as you sell, but they put in the grimy work. So I'm going to need you to learn how to do this grimy work as well. And, like I said earlier, like, when they got the drop on the other dudes, after they didn't turn, you know, after they uh, turned down the offer to, like, to receive, yo, come on. If I'm selling drugs, right, granted, Uh I'm not in my own territory, right? So you come right. to me, you beat up my main dude, and then you tell us, yo, y'all can either leave, go back to where you came from, or y'all can stay here and sell my drugs, but you only get 30%. Come on, man. 30%? You taking that 30%? Hell no. Nah. The fuck? Are you going back home? I'm going. Yeah. Uh, but see, this is my... That makes sense. I mean, come on. Okay, all right. You know, I'm I'm into this, this drug dealer shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, first of all, even, even, even Angelo said, yo, that's so disrespectful for y'all to come, you know what I'm saying, and on my territory and sell drugs cheaper than what I'm selling. And right. your shit is worse, right? So... Y'all can either go back to where you came from or stay here and take 30%. Yeah. Angelo got a point. Like, this is my territory. This is where I deal my shit. I don't need y'all coming in fucking up my shit, fucking with my customers. Right. Like, for me, 
this is the thing. Okay, we're talking about Los Angeles, man. I'm pretty sure a lot of the territory is kind of claimed, but it's just like I'm 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 going I'm going somewhere, dude. I'm sorry. I'm going yeah. somewhere. I'm I'm not I'm not taking no if I'm making I don't know because I think it was four of them, and I don't know how they're splitting they pie, but it's like at the same time if like let's say I'm the main dude and I'm getting seventy percent, and it's like now I'm getting thirty percent and I'm already splitting. The reason I'm getting seventy is because I'm already splitting money with these dudes anyway. Mm-hmm. And now you're knocking my shit down 40 more percent? Nah, man. I can't have my pockets getting that light. I'm not doing that. But for them to stick around was kind of stupid, too. And then mm-hmm. this motherfucker cut, he cut his damn hand off. But he had both to do it because he's like, yo, I need to see if you're really down. It's like, like you said, you used the perfect word. He was grooming him to... Yeah. He was really grooming him to be his right-hand man is what he was trying to do. So I need to know if I could trust you. But then at the same time, now that I know that I can trust you, I also got something on you too, just in case you try to flip on me. Mm-hmm. So, but you are 100% right. It's easy to say, just get a job, dude. Like you in yeah. Los Angeles. Like just get a job. I mean, even if, okay, so like, even if you're selling drugs, bro, once again, like, this nigga's an engineer, so you know he, he got the intelligence, he's smart. Like, nigga, if you're gonna sell drugs, sell drugs while you're doing magic, nigga. Well, he was. He was doing both. He was he was doing magic during the day, and at no, night, he no, was... No, no, no. I mean, sell drugs while you're doing magic. Oh, oh, well. Yeah. Nigga, you know how but, you know how much of a fire dope dealer you'd be if you could <laughs> dope appear behind a nigga's ear? <laughs> That's fire. <laughs> that is fucking fire. Imagine imagine if you smoke weed and the weed man was like, all right, man, five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like old school, five dollars, you get a nickel bag, you give him your five, and then he reach behind your ear and be like, here you go. You'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> You'd be like, man, this nigga is dope, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, that's a bro, a, a magic weed man? Come on, bro. I can't he, with you. I bro. just I feel like he didn't I feel like he didn't maximize his potential, man. Man, be like, like you, like you know, what I'm saying, you want this Molly, and then just shit just appear in your goddamn in your mouth already. Like, come on, bro, come on, nah, man. That, yeah, he'd be like, he'd be like, concept. you didn't give me my drugs. He'd be like, check your pocket. You, you reach your pocket in this bag. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, this nigga be making money hand over fist. This nigga be the hottest drug dealer in LA. They be like, hey man, look, you know what I'm saying? I know you buy your drugs from him, but you gotta go to the magic drug man, bro. I'm telling you, this nigga is exciting. This would be the best drugs you ever buy. Like, I'm telling you, bro, sales would have skyrocketed a thousand percent. But there's also a downside because then everybody's gonna be talking about it, and then somehow it's gonna the word of mouth gonna go around. And then you just gonna be on the street doing your regular shit. Then the cops gonna roll up on you and be like, "Yo, we heard about this drug dealer that, yeah, you know I said make the drugs appear in your pocket. <laughs> you kind of fit the description." You, I just feel like people will start talking, man. You a magician? If they try to pat you down, what drugs? And they pat you he, down, he, no drugs there. 
that happened. So he was doing a drug dealer, mm-hmm. and police rolled up on him, and mm-hmm. the one the the dude that was buying took off running, but he didn't run. And yeah. so they was like, "Where the drugs at? I see you put them in your pocket." And they pat down his pockets. Ain't and the no cop, drugs in there. Hey, they looking around. They got the flashlight. They were like, "Come on, man! It's, I know I saw that shit." <laughs> like they looking around and they can't really? find it. And then he, then the cop got mad. Just, just, just get out of here. And because he couldn't fucking find it. And then um, when he was walking away, he made that shit appear again. But um, but yeah, like. Yeah, you got the perfect. That is like the perfect cover. I just feel like people gonna talk, and like no, the word is gonna. That's what around. you want niggas to do. You want niggas listen. The best marketing and the best advertisement is word of mouth. That's all I'm saying. So why not? You know what I'm saying? Make drugs disappear. Make drugs reappear. Say a nigga give you a counterfeit ten dollar bill. You be like, oh no, this ain't real money. He be like, fuck you, this is real money. Oh, okay. And then he walk off, he check his pockets, ain't no goddamn drugs there, because you did your money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can never get robbed. A nigga wouldn't even think twice about robbing a, a magician, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might fuck around and steal the bullets from this nigga gun. Like, you never know. I don't know, man. I, I think it, it, it's other ways he could have worked, man, to make his life a lot easier knowing magic. To me, I feel like <clears throat> knowing magic, it's it's... It, that's like a leg up on society. You know what I'm saying? He could have been in front mm-hmm. of Staples Center doing magic and making money. I mean, I I, like I, mean, I just don't think he maximized his potential. I don't. Th- I don't think he did either. I think he was thinking really small because then, mm-hmm. like, there was a scene where he was just like, when he said that he was basically going to cut the drugs up, he was like, "Yo, if I sell, you know, this much, like, I can get 15 grand. And I can do what I want. 15 grand." Motherfucker, you in Los Angeles in 2016. 15 and grand ain't getting you far, yo. Two weeks worth of living. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, like, what are you really thinking? Like, 15 grand ain't nothing. Like, that ain't but, shit, man. That ain't shit yet, it, Man, it really ain't shit nowhere now, man. I mean, that, that shit, that shit can get gone real fast. Absolutely. Depending on, I mean, shit. With the way rent prices is going, mm-hmm. man, you can get you can get a spot. Shit, the damn deposit gonna be about three. Yeah, that's all I better say, man. For 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 fifteen grand, you could probably live somewhere for like maybe a month and a half, maybe two months if you stretch it out properly in Ohio. Yeah, so he was he was he was on one with that one. Thinking fifteen grand was really gonna do something, but yeah. um. But yeah, like he, yeah. I mean, look, you make you make a great point. But the sad part is, he he still ended up getting robbed, uh, which mm-hmm. was unfortunate because when he had to get the money for Angelo, well, while he was trying to get the money for Angelo, Angelo ended up kidnapping his sister. And I will tell you this though, even though him and old girl they hit it off real quick, she became a ride or die instantly. My guy, like she ended up. She gave this motherfucker an envelope. Like he he was able to get, I think like thirty-nine thousand. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, all the drugs is gone. I'm trying to figure out, you know, I don't have nothing else to sell or whatever, whatnot. And she gave him an envelope. Yeah. And so he opened it and she was like, That's nine hundred dollars. And I'm like, and I know you may think, 
That ain't shit. But nah, for, that was, for, but that was all her savings. Yeah, but I'm just saying, for yeah. motherfucker to just give you that in that moment, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, and mm-hmm. for her to do that, and she was like, yo, like, that's all my savings. Like, because her plan was like she was saving up to, um, it was something about because uh, she wanted to go to another school or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like for her to to do that with them knowing each other for, I mean, I don't know how much time went by. It don't seem like it was that much time. It was just like, bro, it, it couldn't have been more than a year, bro. No, it was less than that. Like, dude, it was like <laughs> it a couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and they was already in a that was in a full fledged relationship, dude. Within That's two what weeks. I'm saying. <laughs> And like, and she was riding out because like he told her the story of what happened, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, I understand." She like he was like, "I understand if you want to leave," and she was like, "Nah, like I'm gonna help you get through this." And and so then these motherfuckers talked about like moving. She was like, "Uh," because she said, "Won't you just leave?" And she was like, "And if you leave, I go with you." Like, God damn, like shit, they ain't even mm-hmm. fucked at this point yet. That's what I'm saying. She probably was just trying to get out the goddamn city. He like shit, just wherever you go, motherfucker. <laughs> Please. Oh man, but um, but he ended up, he did end up getting robbed. Like when he went to, and it sucked because he really didn't want to do the shit because like, so it showed you him going to like his regular customers and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So he had just a steady. I think it was four. I think it was like four or five customers where you saw him go to them multiple times. And one of them was this girl that was like a manager of this club. And like he really fucked with a girl. Like they always had little small little conversations here and there. And so he went in there and he saw her open up her safe. And then he ended up, you know, like he uh when he robbed her, he was just like when they, he watched her open it up and then they was leaving. So he was like, yo, I got to run to the bathroom while she was walking off. Like he stole her keychain off of her hip. And so mm-hmm. then like she had a camera that had pointed to the door. So, you know what I'm saying? He did his magic shit. Well, not magic shit. That little thing that's in his arm. And he made mm-hmm. the camera move up. You know what I'm saying? And so then he goes in there. He gets the money. And then he felt so bad doing it. Like when he had to give her the key back. Because she had ended up telling him that she was because uh, she was wanted to be in a band. And mm-hmm. So she was like, yo, like, I, I got a gig with this band. She was like, the money ain't shit, but it's something I love to do and blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, man, I just robbed this motherfucker. She, now, like, she's talking about quitting her job and joining this band where she ain't making a lot of money. I took all the money. Better her than me, God damn it. My little sister. <laughs> I got to get this money. Fuck that lady. This is true. Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yo, like, my sister is my main priority right now. Exactly. And so... But while he was while he had took his drink, he looked up the dudes that was from the other crew and the one dude that got a damn arm chopped off. They saw his ass, which I don't mm-hmm. understand how the fuck they could be on the second level. You on the first level, you mm-hmm. run out the door and they own you like white on rice. How the fuck did they get down there so fast? What took you so long to run out the damn club? Man. I don't know. You supposed to know magic. How the fuck did these motherfuckers beat you? So anyway, they end up <laughs> they <laughs> so they end up robbing his ass, right? Putting him in the trunk yeah. and put the handcuffs on him. And so he wakes up after getting hit in the back of the head. He finally wakes up in the back of the car. So you know, like I said, he got the thing in his arm, so he's able to use that thing to get his handcuffs off. 
Mm. And the wild part to me, I guess they took it out, but it's just like what I didn't understand was how he still had his book bag on his back. They took his book bag. Right. And then, <laughs> but the money was gone. <laughs> so, no, as a matter of fact, maybe the money wasn't gone, but I don't understand how this motherfucker had his book bag. I don't know. Magic, but, but, like, dude, they had the, uh, they, like, you could see, like, in the background, these motherfuckers yeah. had the plastic tarp. Like, they was about to damn, like, cut his ass up on the plastic yeah. joint. And then he was, he took off running. But, like, the end scene was really, like, the dopest scene because what he ended up doing was before, before he had, um, like, when he left there, he went to his teacher's house. So the teacher that really fucked with him. So he was telling this teacher, like, you know, some of the magic shit that he was doing, but he was like, he needed more power. So he just needed, like, you know, so somebody else, you know, just as smart as him. So the teacher ended up bringing this idea of, like, yo, like, the only way you could do that is you need, like, a battery pack. And so he ended up getting, like, a car battery joint. And, like, that gave him the ability to, like, really, really move shit. And so then... The teacher was like, I feel like this is more than a magic trick. Like, <laughs> like what's going on, dude? And so he ended up telling them, that's his problem. First of all, this motherfucker, to be he a drug dealer, he, he talked way too much. Way he too told much, old bro. girl everything, and then you tell your damn teacher from high school everything. Uh-huh. And so uh, but what made that last scene so fucking dope was so he had old girl, you know what I'm saying? She drove him over there. And so like he goes through the door and then cause see they had went to his house because when he was past due, Angelo and his crew went to the house and like tore his crib up, like looking for him. And so when he just popped up at Angelo's house, they like, what the fuck? So this motherfucker did a goddamn move and busted all my man teeth out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he had metal in his <laughs> and, shit. Yeah, and so then the other dude come from around the corner. He hit his ass with a bat two times, and then he did this like he did that one shit, and then he, the bat started hitting the dude upside the head by itself. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> oh, man, who the fuck just has a metal bat, bro? <laughs> In 2016, you a drug dealer with a metal bat? Like, come on, man. Yeah, with a metal bat, dude. And then you come. Angelo's the only one that come with a gun. <laughs> I guess Angelo didn't trust these motherfuckers with guns, man. It had to be that. Apparently, they weren't good enough to, you know what I'm saying, have a gun because there's already out there fucking up. So... He hit him with the bat a few times. So then everybody, because they all knew he did magic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, at this point, they're like, yo, like, ain't no way in hell this shit is that motherfucking good. So then Angelo come down there. He gives a little speech or whatever. And then he pumped three to his ass. Pow, pow, pow. And like, he's standing there. And then like, everybody's just standing there in amazement with their mouth open. And then you mm. see the three bullets standing in the air like motherfucking Matrix about this bitch. This motherfucker turned into <laughs> Neil. <laughs> hey, Shout out to electromagnet, uh, uh, electromagnet. 
Yes, man. He turned in the Neo, had the bullet stop in midair. And then he put his hands down and the bullets hit the floor. And then my man pick up one bullet. Well, you know, he made the bullet come up to his hand. And then he threw the bitch at Angelo and hit his ass in the middle of the forehead. And he started driving that shit into his forehead till he told him <laughs> where his sister was. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, come on, man. Magic and drug dealers, come on. That's they a, put that shit together. That's a hell it of a It is. Because, like you said, they, they could have... Now that you said that, that would have made it a whole lot better, dude. Just like instead of doing the whole like the old handshake where you have the money and like the palm of your hand and drugs mm-hmm. and the tip of your hand and you do the handshake and you, you know what I'm saying? Yep. The old school like man, hand. yeah, you ain't even got to do hand to hand no more. Like just give me the money and then the drugs just bam. Like what there man? shit at? Check your right pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, All look, day long, bitches man. already there. Yeah, they should have added it in there. They fucked up right there. You had a great idea. A thousand that. times better if he was a drug dealer magician. And really, you know what I'm saying, doing magic with the drugs. Tell me, you, bro, you, you know, the nigga would have been a star. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been a star in the drug game, bro. They've been talking about this nigga for years down the line. But I will tell you this though, and and I think that this spoke of the the type of person that Bo was, because like after he drove the damn bullet into his forehead, and he finally told him, "Well, he, this motherfucker." So you got a drug dealer who what 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 did you tell your aunt, yo? Like, yo, watch this kid. <laughs> For what? Just watch her. Like that's that's crazy. So he drops his he drops dude sister off with his aunt. And so um when he told him where she was, he gave Angelo 15k. He was like, yo, this was the original amount of money that I owed you. So take this. Now we even. So well, he was, I think at least that, he was a man of his word to do that, though. Yeah, because like at the, at the same time, because he's like, yo, like you kidnapped my sister. Fuck you. I ain't giving you shit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was just like, yo, like, look, you kidnapped my sister. That's fucked up. I'm going to give you the original 15K that I owe you. And now we even mm-hmm. and I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Leave me and mine's alone. So I thought that that was honorable because, like, I think, well, because my thing was with the way that that shit went down, you bust out the teeth in one dude's mouth and you bust a dude upside the head about four times with a metal bat without even touching that bitch. And then you drove a bullet into one dude's forehead. Yo, I don't think Angelo was ever going to fuck with him ever again anyway. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I, I don't I don't doubt that that he's gonna fuck with him at all. But the nigga with the with the mouth problem, he he got it bad, bro. That nigga ain't had no dental insurance. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga sold drugs. He ain't got no dental, bro. <clears throat> he wasn't fucking with shit. Hey man, hey affordable dentures, man. Hey shit, he better hope he's selling enough to get them shit. Because I don't, I don't think well 2016, I don't think veneers was a thing really. Nah, I mean it probably was. Nah, I don't think so. Not like they are now. Not like now. Yeah, you so, had yeah, to be he like was, rich and famous to have them motherfuckers, bro. He wasn't getting no veneers, nigga. He ain't have enough money for no veneers. Man, listen, I'm gonna tell you who need to get rid of their veneers right now. Matthew. And that is Rick 
That no, that's Rex Ryan, yo. Have you seen that's Rex really Ryan cool. on Countdown? Yes, I have. I never yo. paid attention to his teeth though. Now I gotta Man. pay attention to his teeth next season. But you know who Master P's is bad too. That nigga was on Breakfast Club and that nigga <laughs> upper lip. I'm telling you, bro, his upper lip was working so hard to keep his teeth in his mouth. It was ridiculous, man. I never seen nothing like that. Man, listen, I'm talking about Rex Ryan teeth is so white and so big, dude. Yeah, that shit look unreal. Like it, it oh, just, man. it don't look right, man. It does not look right at all. But, um, but yeah, that's funny. My man ain't got no dental plan. That's no, fucking no. hilarious. No. <laughs> the other dude just got a headache. And then Angelo just I got take a the headache over a bad mouth. Okay, so what about the uh, you know what I'm saying the bullseye? You know what I'm saying little, the uh, thing on the middle of your forehead now. I mean, you could come up with a cool story for that. Tattoo <laughs> over that. <laughs> that ain't shit. The, 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the, what happened to Angelo and the dude with the bat is nothing. Uh, has nothing compared to what happened to the nigga with the with the teeth. Uh, snatched out his face. Yo, I can that tell was, you that, that right was, now. That's funny. Yo, I he, never he know. Have a, a, a horrible life from here on out. I mean, for a while, for a while, but I, I think that he, dude, come on. He had that, like, you know, Angelo, let me get that 15 right there and go, go get me some dentures, man. Man, you, you know, know having that shit, man. Hell no. Nah. I don't think he. You couldn't even defend the trap when the when the magic nigga walked in. What make you think you gotta <laughs> get out of here? <laughs> that, is, that is not happening. You <laughs> couldn't defend the trap. <laughs> yeah, nigga. You might not even be on the team no more. Oh, man. Come on, man. Angelo can't talk shit, man, the way he was screaming when he had that bullet driving to his forehead. Nigga, it's a bullet. <laughs> I, I understand that. It's a bullet. This nigga, this nigga didn't even stand a chance. He just yanked this shit out. I mean, that, like, I'm talking about, and that shit was like, I'm talking about the amount of blood that came out of that shit. Yo, that shit had yeah. to hurt, but. That shit hurt me. Like, my mouth started tingling when I seen that I shit. I tell you, bro. He just ripped that nigga shit out like that? Yeah, nah. He out of here, man. You oh, can't yeah. be no toothless thug out here, bro. That's not... <laughs> That's not the move. That is not the move, man. So, uh... So, you ready to... Uh, you ready to do the fire flames, bro? I'm just saying, man. If that nigga ran up on you, if that nigga ran up on you in the street, and that nigga started talking, and he'd be like, "Man, if you don't get the fuck out of here, they they probably think that nigga was a crackhead, man." Oh man, I'm crying. Hey, I'm dead. You ready for the fucking flame? Man, let's do it, man. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, man. So what you giving this joint, bro? 
All right, man. Um, so the the cast is interesting um, because you know Jacob Lattimore is he's not like he's not a bona fide star. Like he's recognizable. Like people mm-hmm. like know who he is. Um, but for him to like lead this movie in like 2016, um, I thought I thought that that was dope. The girl. Like I, I was looking at her IMDb. Like she's actually, she's in some shit, man. Um, like she was actually in the last Airbender, which I didn't know that. Uh, she was in Spirit. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like she was in uh, Blackout. Like she was actually in some shit. She was in the Tomorrow War. So like she's she's actually uh she's actually doing some big work out here, and um. Storm Reed, she's she's really becoming a star. Like she's in, uh, she yeah. plays, she plays Zendaya's sister in um, in uh, Euphoria. Yeah, so like she's coming up, but like really, other than that, man, other than the dude that was in Psych, like there's not really a lot of recognizable names. But I thought that they was able to put together <clears throat> a pretty good movie. Um, it's not it's not the best movie. It's not the worst movie. Um, I thought the plot was interesting to have a, a you know a kid that's considered a smart kid, but he's also a magician, and this motherfucker is selling drugs during the night. So I thought that that was cool, but um, but I mean, it's like I said, it's an average movie, man. I'm I'm gonna give it a three. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it a three. I, I thought I think it's a pretty good movie. It's something that I watch from time to time, so I fucks with it. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Okay, so I'm gonna go a, a slight step ahead of you. I'm gonna go a three and a half, um, only because I remember when this at first came out uh, with the trailer. The trailer had me thinking that this was a superhero movie, so I'm thinking like, oh shit, like you know what I'm saying? This nigga got some magic powers, you know what I mean? This nigga gonna show us some different shit, and I think this was a I think this was after the uh, the one movie with Michael B. Jordan and the other two dudes had came out. Uh, Chron- uh, Chronicles. Chron- like that. Uh, Chron- I don't think that was Michael B. Jordan, though, was it? No, I think it was. I think it was Michael B. Jordan. If I'm not you, mistaken. It might be Michael B. Jordan. But, you know what I'm saying? Like It was around the time that shit had came out, which was a dope-ass movie. So I'm like, okay, this is something like that. Then seeing it for what it was, I was like, okay, this is nothing like that. But, you know what I'm saying, um, this was like, we've seen this story before. It was pretty much uh, dope, the movie dope, um, with, uh, I forgot what his name is, Sh- Shamik, uh, I forgot what his last name is. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I know you're talking about. Shamik Moore, is that his name? Yes, yes, he plays uh yeah. Raekwon and um Yep and the Wu Tang joint. Yeah, it was it was Chronicle. Like yeah, it was Michael B. Jordan. Chronicle it was him. Yeah. Okay. But um so yeah, like I this movie was like dope with Shamik Moore, basically, you know what I'm saying, a kid in LA, smart kid who ends up finding out how to sell drugs, you know what I'm saying, to get into school and live life or whatever. But they just added a twist on to it where it was more gritty, it was more street and you know what I'm saying. The kid knew magic, and that was a nice little twist on the, you know, what I'm saying on this on this storyline. So I thought that was dope. Um, the acting was pretty good, and it wasn't really bad acting. 
It wasn't anything where, like, you seen it was like, all right, man, this nigga over the top, or like, oh, yeah, he's a whole black guy. It wasn't none of that. Uh, it was a pretty average cast. Like you said, it really wasn't nobody that really stood out. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a three and a half. Okay. <clears throat> I ain't mad at it at all. For sure, man. Let's get into the coming soon. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, so you already know what we're doing on the next episode, man. Season three. I mean, I'm sorry. Damn. Uh, episode <laughs> three. <laughs> episode three of Snowfall. You know what I'm saying? We continue in the, um, the Snowfall uh, review. You know what I mean? We keeping up with it last season. Um, so far, the first two episodes are pretty good. Um, some shocking things happened. Um, this next episode, we're supposed to be getting a surprise uh, visit from some people, some familiar faces, which I'm excited to see how this one pans out because this is going to be super interesting. Um, and um, it, it looks like it's, it's some it's some stuff that they're going to, you know, throw at us that we ain't ready for, which is, is always good. I think that they're doing a great job continuing um, John Singleton's legacy. I know last uh, season there was some different stuff going on, but I actually enjoyed those, you know what I'm saying, those different um, those different things that we got. The Tiger thing I wasn't too cool with, but it wasn't far-fetched, you know what I'm saying? Um, people forget that it is L.A. and, and in the 80s, niggas was doing some wild things. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was a real Tiger uh, somewhere in L.A. at the time that somebody had. But um, then you also got to remember the effect that Scarface had. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Scarface came out in 83, and yeah. Scarface had people out here wilding. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? And I think that, I really think that that's where the whole Tiger idea even came from because mm-hmm. even a movie like, remember, New Jack City. What yep. was Nino and them Brian watching? They was watching Scarface. Yep. Paid in full. It was a scene where they Scarface. was in a movie watching Scarface. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I think that idea came from Scarface and they put a tiger in it and was just like, yo, like we know how Scarface took over the hood. So it mm-hmm. wouldn't be too surprising that there's a dude who stole a damn tiger from the fucking uh, uh, zoo and put that shit yep. in his backyard. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I mean- it's motherfuckers in Florida that do the same thing today. So I wouldn't be surprised that in the 80s if somebody was out there, you know what I'm saying, out and about with a fucking tiger. So, I mean, it wasn't too shocking. Um, but I think what this season has done with these first two episodes is the same thing that they always do with Snowfall, which is it definitely encapsulates you and it intrigues you. That way you kind of get glued. Um, I think with this, these two episodes that they premiered with, I think that they have outdone themselves because I'm already skeptical of Veronique. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't know about her, man. It's so, she got something up her sleeve I ain't sure about, but it's, it's iffy. It's real iffy. You know what I mean? And um, the, the KGB dude, I'm, I'm iffy about that nigga too, bro. Yep. You know, I, I told you, I've always been... It's always been something about V. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never... I never thought that, like, the, I know it's going to sound terrible, man, but it's just like, I never trusted her. 
Ever. Like never. Like I she never, came out of I never nowhere. Did. She, she did come, come out of nowhere. nowhere. And that's the one I think that's the one bad thing that they did when it came to writing. Is that mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't maybe they, they ended up because the thing is, I ended up how this is how I ended up even hearing about the backstory of her, and I told this last season, was mm-hmm. they did like, I don't know, some kind of fucking extra shit somewhere yeah. you had, but you had to go find it and they right. were saying that when he got that bookstore that one hood not hood but that one black owned bookstore mm-hmm. and he kind of like bought them out but he kind of forced them out where yeah. they said that they ended up suing Franklin mm-hmm. and she was Franklin's lawyer or some shit like that or he met her during that time but it's just like at the same time why the fuck y'all couldn't put that in the show or, or at least talked about it. Or at least gave us a flashback of like yeah. that whole situation. And it just was just boom. This this is my girl and we, you know what I'm saying? We engaged and I'm gonna fucking marry her and get her pregnant. Like, what the fuck? Like this bitch came yeah. out of nowhere. Like Absolutely. and it, it just like she just always seemed sketchy, man. It's just it's just something about her. It's it's really something about her. And that's I think like that's what I'm looking forward to the most is to see what end up happening with her. Mm-hmm. Because I just got a feeling that she's going to take this fucking money, her and her mom's, and they're going to dip out oh, with this baby, man. Goodness. I, I feel like Franklin is going to have to kill one of them. I'm being honest with you. I think so. I think what's going to be interesting is how they're going to end this thing. Because usually yeah. when, when we get the drug dealer story, like they usually always give us the downfall. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wonder, are we going to get the downfall or is Franklin going to be one of the ones where he's able to escape to, you know what I'm saying, Costa Rica or some shit. And yeah. he's just living out his life or whatever, whatnot. And they say that this is loosely, loosely based on Freeway Ricky Ross. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, we know he got caught up twice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, does does Franklin end up going to jail or I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think they won't take that route for the simple fact of like, because Rick Ross, uh, that's another thing. Like, we never talked about this on the show. Ricky Ross tried to pursue him. Yeah, multiple times. Yeah, he was like, yo, y'all is using my life story and y'all, I'm not getting paid for it. And look, and right. I get him, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this dude was a hustler. Like, he's trying to get his come up. Like, shit, he tried to sue Rick Ross, the rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For, like, <clears throat> stealing his name or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, what, what can you say, man? I mean, I mean, I, I don't blame him. I'm not, I ain't mad nah, at mean, him. You got to get it how you live. Yeah, so, you know, it's just, it is what it is at this point, but it's going to be interesting to see how, if, if they're going to actually show us, like, the downfall of Franklin, or is he going to be able to escape the life? Mm-hmm. Or or even to the point of, like, how they tried to do the whole real estate joint to where, because I wouldn't be mad at that either, because when you think of a guy like uh, Jack Kennedy, yeah. say he was in some shit, you know what I'm saying? And then he ended up having one son, a motherfucking president, and the other one was supposed to be the president too, but he got assassinated in 68. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They say they say Trump pops was into some shit back then. You know what I'm saying? Rockefeller. Man, that's how they all got was, rich, man. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Game. 
Hustlers, pimps, all that shit. Yeah, so I wouldn't be mad if 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 Franklin was able to escape this shit and become a mm-hmm. successful mogul about this bitch. That would be it's kind of what I want. That see. would be dope. It's kind of what yeah, I want. Yeah, that see. would be dope. Alright, man. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you didn't enjoy this episode, if you think magic is cool, hit us up. Let us know on the socials. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at ViewAnonPod. You can also find us on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Um, and if you're looking for me, man, you can find me on Twitter at Schools Bronson. I got a link here in my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. And y'all can find me at S. Foster Eight on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on Instagram. Follow the podcast, 28 Minutes or Less. It's on all major platforms. The last episode, um, my partner was on it with me. Uh, we still did the, uh, with the 50 year of hip hop episode, we gave you uh, episode 116, which is record labels, rap record labels and crews. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we, you know what I'm saying? We went into Def Jam. We went into Rough Riders, Young Money, Cash Money, No Limit, all that type shit like that. So go check yep. that out on all major platforms. That's right, man. And um, thank you guys so much for the support. It's always greatly appreciated. Um, continue listening, continue sharing, continue subscribing, all that good stuff. Make sure, you know what I'm saying, you get the word out. Put the, you know what I'm saying, post the episodes, your favorite clips, all that stuff. Hit us up, let us know engage engage you know sure we can't wait to talk to you guys and um until the next episode man like they said hollywood that's the wrap cut